Welcome to the Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. What is up? We have got a great topic today. What's great about today? Man, that is a good topic. What is great about today? Now, I I know there's plenty of information out there telling you. What's bad about today. What's not great about today. (laughs) What stinks about today. uh, Even Maybe even what what sucks sucks about today. (laughs) If you've ever seen my hat, what socialism sucks. Socialism sucks. sucks. Just because I think people need a reminder sometimes if they've not studied history. So I like it's one of my favorite hats. It is uh, a great hat. But today's is what's great about today because there are lots of great things. There's a lot of great things to about, be thankful for. About today, we're going to narrow down to three for you real quick that um, are kind of like at the swimming pool, there's little life preservers around the edge in case a lifeguard's not right there. Um, if somebody starts to drown, you don't want to have to go to the store and buy a life preserver and come back and, hey, I hope you're still alive. And it might be to too late. Throw them one. Sometimes when you spiral out or you see too much uh, negative news. Or too- sometimes you just feel hopeless. It you could know, be just, there's just days yeah. you wake up and you're like, oh, is there anything good going on? Just real things going on yeah. in your life. Yeah. Uh, bringing you down, whatnot. Yep. Uh, your team is losing. You don't like <laughs> whatever. You know, your dog got sick, something, you yep. know. Uh, too many bad things going on. You're like, hey, what's good? You need some things that are like quick, that are accessible, that you can grab a hold of. And like, okay, whew, okay, I've got this. And, yep. and these are these are three that I think we've always held on to. Like, man, we have a lot to be thankful for. And these are three kind of key anchors that we can have like life preservers right around the edge that are available to you. And you could probably think of a hundred more on your own. But these are three quick and easy ones that I think that if you're alive in 2020, yep. you're, you're doing life in this window of history. Mm-hmm. You are blessed and highly favored. You're very blessed and highly favored. And and I like to compare it to living at any other point in history up until about 100 years ago, 150 years ago at the most. Uh, a lot of human history kind of fell under some of the same umbrella that's unique to them and different from us. So I just yes. want to make that comparison today just a little bit. So with good. Three key points. Number one. Number one. Books, knowledge, and information. What we have access today to today is so unbelievable. You know, you wouldn't have had that a hundred years ago. Yep. You try to explain the idea of of your phone and access to Google. Oh my gosh. You know, used to be, you know, back in the day, even when we were kids, you used to wonder. Yep. You'd have dinner with be three or four people sitting around and be like, man, I wonder this, or like who who was Brad Pitt married to first, or you can't remember. Right. And and you'd you'd discuss it. And and while you're discussing it, you'd be having this thing um called conversation. Yes. Uh, over dinner. And it would this rabbit trail would create. Well, now nobody wonders because you're like, who's Brad Pitt married to first? Uh let me ask the Google. <laughs> yeah, you usually pick that. Hey Google, who is Brad Pitt married to first? It's true, and you no longer wonder because anything that you want to know, you have access to that yes. data. Exactly. We're, we're data rich. You know, it's it's really interesting because sometimes you almost think books are becoming obsolete. You know, but uh, right down the street from us, you know, maybe two miles from here, they just built a brand new library. Brand it's absolutely beautiful. Squeak. It still has that brand new library smell. Yes, you smell all of those books. Look at the books. You know, it, 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 <laughs> I thought they were just building libraries back during the Depression and creating busy work and creating jobs. And yeah. that's what they were all built out of, you know, granite and whatever. But they're still building brand new libraries. And you can check audio. It's funny. Our, our daughter was checking out audio books. From the library. From the library. Yeah. And uh, you have to wait till somebody else has returned it, you yep. know, to get it to get it back and, and things. But but we all have access to books, knowledge and information. If you draw that comparison from today to 1650. 
Well, where there was just a few that had books yes. or even that could read. A you know, lot of the people were illiterate at that point. You would have needed to been born into a family that had major wealth. They were major yeah. landowners, you know, and, you know, I don't care what continent you got to where you are now and where your people came from and how that all worked out. If you're watching the movie Braveheart and you're not the king, right. you know, you're growing up and you're going to work that person's land as a, a, a serf or a peasant your whole entire life. And then in the evenings and weekends, you can work a little bit of land around a house that they let you live on. Right. And, you know, you can have a pretty good life today if you work at a warehouse, drive a forklift. Mm-hmm. If you whistle while you do it, you'll be moved up Even to management. Yeah. You know, you have a watch. You can show up five minutes early. They're probably going to put you in charge of the thing. Yep. And you can have a pretty decent life. You can have satellite dish and you can, you know, watch football. You can have a beer. You can, you know, uh, be able to walk over to your thermostat and change it two degrees if oh, you want to. I mean, even you look back at, you know, my grandma. My grandma's 98. Still you know, crushing so, it. So think about 98. Think about the change. Just the old chicken. It's true. She <laughs> Grandma's is. awesome. You know, so for my grandma, you know, you were just talking about, you know, turn on the thermostat. Well, man, I mean, they had fireplaces. If they were going to make food, it wasn't like they just had an oven. I mean, they had to go create a fire to make the food, you know, and an they outhouse. had to go out. Exactly. Had an outhouse. They, uh, you know, if they were going to eat, they had to kill the chicken and then pluck it. And then, you know, they had to go through the whole pro wring its neck. You know, they did yeah. all of those things, you know, in order to do that. So today to look at, you so, know, like, to, wow. So if they wanted to know something, yeah. they would have to know someone who knew something and hope that wasn't fake news. Hope exactly. That, hope that that wise old man knew what he was talking about. That's true. You know, that was, that was giving you that skill. So books knowledge and information. And I think today there's a lot of book knowledge, but maybe not as much wisdom. Not as much value for wisdom. You yeah. know, anybody can find out in two seconds how far it is from Lima, Peru to Galpa, Honduras. That's pretty impressive that you can say that. Yeah, when you travel a lot. <laughs> but they may not value the wisdom of what to do with that information. Yes. You know, uh, what's, what's the saying? I wish I'd have written this down. Um, you know, knowledge... Knowledge means you know that tomatoes are a fruit and not a vegetable. Oh. Wisdom knows you don't put tomatoes in a fruit salad. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know? That's so, true. So the, the valuing wisdom, like how do I take all this data and information and actually create a good family? How do I take yes. all this data and apply it to my life in a way that's replicable and improve my health, improve my relationships, yep. improve, you know, uh, you know, there's no reason to be making the mistake people went before you because you pulled up. I'll give you a quick example. I wanted to kind of, it's a little bit of a, of a, of a humble brag. But, you know, a few years ago, I made this bag out of leather. It is absolutely beautiful. It's got straps and, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's got pig-lined interior. I don't know what this sounds like with the microphones and so forth. But but I've never met somebody personally who was a professional leather maker or really knew what they were doing when it came to leather work. I have a nephew and a brother-in-law, and between the three of us, we just looked up YouTube and we Googled uh, this general idea of a bag that we wanted and and there's people in scotland and uh the uk there's a guy in australia um another guy in germany that i would follow and and they would teach you every little thing about a saddle stitch and a back stitch and how to how to cut and how to how to glue and how to do every different thing to make something like this mm-hmm. where any other point in history i would have to be an apprentice like there would have to be an old man that lived across the street from me who would teach me how to right. do this yeah. where today, like I've never met somebody who knew how to do leather work and I made a leather bag myself with, and, with needles and, and sewing. moleskin, created yeah. the moleskins. You've made, um, I mean, lots of different kinds of bags. Different bags and things yeah. like that. So, so 
the people who were the biggest influence of me are, are, are live on other continents. And so I'm just saying, if you're alive today and you want to know something, you want to know how to macrame or when to plant watermelons crochet. or crochet. How to- I just I just was talking to uh, a little girl this week that learned how to crochet um, through YouTube. Yeah. And she's making hats for babies at the hospital when they're born. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And they are beautiful. Yep. She learned it online. So anything today that you want to know, there's someone who dedicated their life to that task and they've cut it up into small little bite-sized things. They put it in a blender and they just made it, you know, just easy for you to just quickly absorb everything they dedicated their life to. Where else in human history? Try and explain that to somebody that lived in 1650. You know, um, that that, uh, an average person would have access to books, knowledge and information, libraries, let alone Google. Come on, man. Exactly. All right. All right number two. Number two. Number two is travel. Being able to travel. We yep. are so blessed today that you can go to the airport, jump on a plane, and fly anywhere you want. You can jump on a train. You can drive your car. Most people that we meet have been out of their city. They've been out of their state. Yeah. Um, even a lot out of the United States. Yeah. Comment below. <laughs> yeah. Where <laughs> if you've have you ever been? traveled outside of your your city or state? Um, that information, I mean, it, that, that ability, like uh, we like to road bike, you know, I'll go out on, on my bike. I can go 30 miles. Yeah. Well, somebody in 1650, it'd be hard for them to cover 30 miles in a minute. It's true. You know, it's true. Just go out and even for, you, you look at, look at Jesus and the amount of people that he impacted, but it was what, I don't know, maybe 50 miles. I don't know, maybe a little bit more, but it couldn't have been too far because he was walking everywhere he went or I, I, rode a donkey. I'd venture but, say every person watching this podcast or listening to it, wherever you're at, probably have traveled to greater lengths of the world than Jesus. Yes, that's uh, true. Or Paul or you know, yep. any pretty much, you know, any historical figure in, in the past for the most part. Um, try and explain that to someone in history that, um, you know, what would you have, what would it required of you to travel to another continent in the past? Well, you would need money. Well, yes. You would need wealth. You would need food for yourself. It's going to take months and months to get somewhere. You so need a protection it, probably you, for your food and your money. You would need security <laughs> guards to protect your food and money, which means you need more food and money to pay your security, security detail. This <laughs> idea of like three wise men traveling across the East uh, and by it, themselves in year zero yeah. uh, to meet baby Jesus, like that comes from your in your Sunday school, you know, this guy, you know, somebody dressed up in a, a bathrobe from home and they got three of them. It would have taken an almost a, an entire small economy for yes. them to move through the land to protect the resources because they had so much extra resources. They were giving away gold when they got there. Yep. So you better protect your gold. Back then, you know, it wasn't somebody like was gonna take it. you didn't call 911, <laughs> you know, somebody's hassling you, you know, you had to protect your own stuff, might made right. So, true. so the idea of the ability to travel, the ability yep. to travel. Stacey just drove in an RV with her friend from Northern California all Quite the way to Dallas, trip. Texas. And we weren't sure exactly what she was going to do for for how to get back to Kansas City when she got there. Yep. But we weren't too concerned about it. Nope. We're like, well, you know, you rent a, car, rent a car and come up. I could always I could, come down and get you. It's, I could it's, fly. Six, it's like six or seven hours, eight hours maybe. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she got a flight the night before yep. for like $130 and flew back to Kansas City. I mean, you know, we're we're normal people. We're not kings and queens. Right. You know, in the past, you would have had to have been the pope or you yep. had to have been a, a, a king or a major landowner mm-hmm. in order to travel into another area, let alone on a whim. Like, OK, I think I'll, I'll buy a flight and go to Kansas City tomorrow. Yep. So it, it's an amazing thing to be thankful for, because not only are you not restricted to where you are, you're not restricted by someone else for what you know. 
Yes. And so you can be wherever you want to be and whatever the gap is between what you know and what's needed of you Mm -hmm. to move forward in life, that information's available. And if you value, if you value that, you have the ability to pursue it and to get it. Nobody can hold you down. You have the the option, you have the opportunity. um, And if you don't know how, you can learn it. In 2020, no man perishes for lack of knowledge and information. No man perishes for lack of ability to get to where opportunity resides. Right. So both of those things are available to you. And and I think one one positive part of bringing about good things in your life moving forward is to be cognizant of the things you already have. That they are good. It's like. And thankful for it. Because, you know, like as a parent, if you give your child a gift and they're thankful, you want to give them more gifts. You're like, oh, my gosh, I want to I want to give you more. But, man, if they are like. Oh, I don't have anything, man. Last thing you want to do is bless them with something else. Life sucks. I don't yeah. know, let anybody around me say life sucks. Like say socialism sucks. Yes, but they can't say life sucks. No, it's and true. so, so be thankful for those things as you're moving forward. I move on to number three. But if you want to, you know, support good ideas, share this with some friends and and uh, maybe post this on your Facebook. Take this information, maybe share it directly as a text message to someone you know messenger. who could yep. use a, a pick me up or some encouragement. Like, hey. I can't fix everything. You know, somebody's going through a tough time. Can't fix everything. But here's three really good things. So those are the, the, the first two. And the third and last one is me time. Me time. That's new in the <laughs> that's that's new term new. in the language. Even talking about what we were saying earlier about my grandma, 98, you know, first, I don't know, probably 60 years of her life. Not a lot of me time. No. You know, not when you had to bring in wood to get the stove going to make breakfast before your kids went to school Yep, in the morning. Just think about the time that would have been spent by most people in history just to, just to get the temperature right in their house in order to survive. Yes. Um, You now have that time free because even Pharaoh in the past couldn't walk over to his wall and be like, boop, boop. I'd like to make it two degrees warmer. Right. No, you wouldn't have had that ability. Most of us are living a life that Kings and Queens and royalty would have dreamed of. Exactly. They would have dreamed of having the kind of running water in your house and clean. You don't have to worry about germs and bacteria. If you get sick and they start putting leeches on you, you know, you can just Google it and be like, I think this is a bad idea. Why are you putting leeches on me? It's like, (laughs) here's 11, here's 11 peer reviewed medical Say leeches aren't good for the common cold, you know. It's true. I always love like when we watch uh, like romance from I don't know, like let's say let's say Braveheart. You know, Willem. Nothing Moore, more romantic than Willem Braveheart. Moss. Yeah, but you know, you look at that and think, oh my gosh, like no deodorant, no toothpaste. They're like kissing each other, like ugh, like nasty. Yeah. Like today, you know, you just jump in a shower, you got toothpaste, you got deodorant. I mean, it's amazing. Yes, I want to give you a kiss right now. <laughs> I just brushed my teeth. That's good. <laughs> You know, they would chew on mint leaves. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> the worst thing at the dollar store is going to be better than just chewing on some mint leaves. So yep. we have so much to be thankful for living right That's now. True. Today, the fact of if we wanted to stop this, we can go upstairs and turn on iTunes and watch that movie. Yep. And have, have the free time to be entertained. Exactly. You know, uh, to do that. So it, it's a... It's a, it's an interesting thing. I remember when I first started becoming aware of this, our daughter, when she was in college at, at Oral Roberts University, she'd, you know, we'd come home on a trip and she'd be like, oh, I'm so used to being with roommates and classes all the time. I just really need a lot of me, me time today. <laughs> we would just laugh. I just laugh. I'm like, <laughs> me, me time. time, me time. <laughs> she even had in her planner. Me time. Schedule in the me time. And I, I actually respect her healthiness of being able De- to well, do that. Because you got it in your planner too. Yeah. That's why you respect 
she's she's young, single, debt free, no kids, yeah. you know, and but still need to schedule in some me time. So yeah. some of you out there with like, you know, five a, kids, a gaggle of young ones climbing yeah. all over you, you know, uh, you, you might be like me time. How do you get that? And if you're older, you remember the term Calgon, take me away, yep. you know, but this is a, a new idea that where we have devices that create time in our life. Yes. You, have, you have a car that can get you to your work quicker so you don't have to leave an hour and a half before work in order to walk there necessarily, unless you live in Houston, you probably drive, you know, or some of these towns, yeah. you know, uh, drive an hour and a half to get there, you know, as well. But we have these conveniences that create time in our mm -hmm. life. And then and again, then it's up to wisdom. What do you do with it? We have books and knowledge and, and information. You have Google, but it's up to wisdom. What do you do with it? We have the ability to travel anywhere in the world, but it's up to valuing wisdom. Yes. What are you going to do with it? Because those are, those are great equalizers. Okay. Today, you know, a, a college graduate just trying to get their first job or a high school graduate or a high school dropout having a forklift, you know, somewhere has the same iPhone as a Mark Cuban. Yeah. You know, as a, as a billionaire, you know, um, it's an interesting thing where that technology could not ever be made for one person, but it's accessible because of capitalism to large numbers of people. And so it, it, it more so than any other point in history, there's some great but it, it takes more than travel. It takes more than the free time. What are you doing during your free time is going to determine where you're going to be five years. Are you using some of your free time to read the books? Yeah. Are you using some of your free time maybe to travel and turn off the TV and actually go out and see the sites in your town, the memorials, things people would see when they come to visit you? Would you yep. take time to go see those? So so those are three things you can grab a hold of. Like, man, you know what? There's some, there's some, some kind of poop sandwiches in my life and I don't want to do what I'm doing now, but you know what? I have a lot to be thankful for. And those three should kind of brain started your brain thinking down a path towards increasing your level of, of gratitude and just joy. Yes. I have a lot to be thankful for exactly. right now, period. So comment below. Tell us things that you're thankful for on top of these three things. We'd love to hear. Subscribe so you can hear us in the for. future. We can stay in touch as we yep. unpack these ideas. Some of them aren't quite so fun. Sometimes we hit some tough, controversial things. So go back and watch those in the past. Hit the notification bell so you're alerted when yes. these come up. Thank you so much for watching today. We just bless you yes. that truly that your life um, every day in every way is getting better and better and that your future is brighter than your past. So thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in and have a great day. Bye bye, guys. Bye bye. Peace.